Welcome to another episode of Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon and, of course, go off the rails about bourbon. Yeah, welcome back to another week with the Black and Brown podcast. I'm your man, A. Colbert the Plug, as always, with the squad, my man, Dub H. Stevens, the Silverback. What's up, cousin? Good to see you, brother. What's happening? And Delvin Joyce, the People's Choice. Yo, yo. What's the deal, fam? Yo, a little sleepy, dog. A little tired, but I'm here. We out here, dog. I mean... Listen, I, it, this is a what's cracking. What's cracking? So the mm-hmm. so the best thing about it is that if you are sleepy, by the time we get to the end of this, I'll be sleepy and drunk. <laughs> be sleepy and drunk, my man. Yes, but you know we do what we do. We grind. We bring people to the stage. And coming yeah, coming this week, joining us is our man uh, F Dobbins, the man Frank. For like the one or two people out there who don't know who he is, our man Burb, your enthusiasm. Welcome to the table. I'm so glad to be here, man. Thank y'all for having me on. I'm excited to get started. Awesome, no doubt, man. no good doubt, to see man. You, man. Good to see you, man. I haven't seen you since um, Black Bourbon Run, man. Three. Oh, we was running all over the place. That was a good time. No, we, we've seen you. You've been doing a lot of things. I don't oh, yeah, know if you no, want to tell yeah. the people about yeah, it. Man, you know, a lot been, of people checking yeah, out your been social. Doing a lot of stuff, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a little bit, man. Actually, I just got off the road yesterday. I was out in uh, Nashville. Before that, I was in Lynchburg. Before that, I was in New Orleans. Before that, I was in Louisville. So now I'm finally home, relaxing a little bit. Oh, yeah, and I was in the Hamptons also celebrating Ooh, somebody. Birthday. Did you feel that heat? Did you feel that heat? Dang. Did you feel the heat coming off that stunt? <laughs> my guy, my guy is it was, all over. My guy said the Hamptons. Yeah, he wrapped the trip with the Hamptons. By the way, and, and, uh, ever, I was in the Hamptons. Have you ever been in the Hamptons? I've seen people be in the Hamptons, but yeah. I've never been allowed in the Hamptons. Wow. Yeah. Yo, I'm impressed. I'm from, I have that you know, kind of street I'm from uh, you know, Long Island, so I never made it to the Hamptons. <laughs> I, think, I feel like the Hamptons is a different tax bracket. Yeah, it is. You it definitely I mean? is, bro. Frank's cracked it. But I'm, I'm, it's cool to it's cool to have my guy on because you know one of my favorite shows. I may have said this before. We I think we had him on when we had like a like a big posse episode mm-hmm. during Black Bourbon Run. Yeah. And I said this. You know one of my favorite shows of all time is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Word. Yeah. So I remember when I first started following my guy and he was Burb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, this guy's a freaking genius. We got to have him on the podcast. Yeah, that was dope. So how'd you how'd you come up with that? I'm just curious. I'm skipping ahead by the way i mean honestly so I, i'm like you i love the show so when i saw the show i started drinking bourbon it just clicked in my mind i was like man i got a bird my enthusiasm the rest <laughs> is history. yeah that's fire that's, that's so fire. dope yeah, that's <laughs> wow <laughs> do you do you watch so do y'all watch black af dude one of my favorite shows isn't it a great show and um i wish they would uh come out with some more seasons you know yeah it just kind of kind of you know left me hanging i, I think he i think creatively i yeah. think he just kind of like blew his load like he's done yeah because because um, <laughs> it's so good dude, it, was, it was one show i guess when he had to cook out of his house and everybody was there we me and my wife had to pause it because we were laughing so hard with mike f oh dude it was, oh, oh classic so funny so so burb so like i gotta get your take on this so it is Kenya Burris, is he the Larry David of black comedy? Because essentially what he did is he created a show, Blackish, Seinfeld. It was a hit. Yep. And then he said, you know what? I patterned this on my personality in my life. I'm just going to step in front of the camera now and create this show. Do you watch Black AF? I've seen like two episodes, but I see where you're going with that kind of like patterning off of Larry David thing. I actually could see that a lot. I actually would agree with that. Yeah, you got you got to watch it, bro, because my guy, yo, it is a great show. I've never seen it. 
Dude, this it movie, is. Man. I've seen like highlights, and I know it's Anthony Anderson's in it, right? No, no, no. That's Blackish. That's Black-ish. Oh, Blackish. What's yeah. Black AF? Black AF is, is the literally dude that created that show. The, the guy that created okay. Blackish okay. now stars in the show. Just literally like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ah, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. got you, got you. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a crotchety guy, like Larry yeah. David. And yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Huh. I might, have to, I might have to watch that. Yeah, man, it's you know? fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Frank, you, you listen to the podcast maybe once or twice. I mean, you know how it is when our guests come on. Everybody's kind of uh, on the format right now. So we're going to ask you a few questions before we start cracking these bottles and do the round table and see what everybody's drinking, right? Yes, sir. So the first one we like to crack the ice with, so to speak, oh. is, uh, you know, well, uh, uh, bourbon lingo. I like that. Uh, what, what was that one gateway for you that led you into that love of the brown? Oh, yeah. So for me, it's, it's easy. It's hands down. And I, I love telling this story because I think it's really instructive and, and kind of show you how it's it's easy to get kind of pulled into the bourbon world. So when I first started, I grabbed three bottles like everybody told me I need to get these three bottles. And if you don't like these, you don't like bourbon. So I got um, an Eagle Rare. I got a Blanton's and I got a Four Roses single barrel. So I had the single of the Four Roses first and I loved it. I thought that was like fantastic. Then I did the Blantons, and I, I knew the hype around it. You know, yeah. maybe I bought it a little bit, but I, I, I fell in love with it. I thought it was great. The last one that I tried was the Eagle Rare, and man, I hated it. It was awful. Like, that was the worst thing that ever happened what? to me. You didn't that. like the Eagle Rare when you first had it? So the Eagle Rare, I absolutely hated it, you know. And it was kind of like, it, actually, it kind of blew my mind because I figured, like, I already know that I like bourbon off of the first two that I had. So the fact that I didn't like Eagle Rare it made me explore a little bit more and start buying more bottles to try to figure out like, do I actually like bourbon or do I just like Blanton's and Four Roses? And then when I came <laughs> back around there, I actually loved it. So I don't know what it was about that first one, but for whatever reason, not liking it is what made me get more into bourbon because I didn't like it. Wow. Huh. wow. So what year was this? What, do you remember what year this, this was? was? This was like five years ago, honestly. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, so wow. Okay. Before. Okay. Yeah. So you so you jumped in and went and went hard then didn't you in five years? So you are I mean so Eagle Rare made you not like bourbon or not like that bourbon and it forced you to go deeper in the rabbit hole. Yeah, it's the one bourbon that pulled me deeper into the rabbit hole because I was like I think I like bourbon but not like an Eagle Rare kind of made me curious like, like yeah. what else can I explore and figure out if I actually do embrace this category gotcha that's wild because for for us i mean for two out of three of us on this podcast that was our gateway bourbon and it technically was your gateway because it kind of it forced you to go deeper that's dope yeah i love that what a cool answer that is dope man it's kind of kind of like um counterproductive to what most people yeah. experience like instead they find that one they like, like hey, right. you know, I'm, I'm done yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, this is not for he me he was like I don't like this but he was like I want to find out yeah, why yeah. that's kind of different that's it's a not you as me it. right yeah it's not you as me but <laughs> we're going to be alright <laughs> so so with that being said and, and you, of course you're in the industry you've been doing a lot of stuff people have seen your Instagram they follow your reels your stories um, in addition to everything you're doing what's that one bottle you're out there I guess searching for I mean you get access to a lot of stuff so what's that one that, that unicorn you're looking for I mean, so it changes all the time, right? You know, there are days when I'm looking for something that's expensive and I want to splurge a little bit. There are days when I, I just want that every day on the shelf. I can sip it, you know, Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday, really. But for me, these days, what I'm searching out has to be rare character, man. And I don't know if y'all have wow. had rare character. 
but that's the one that I'm going for right now. Yeah. Um, Any particular one? Honestly, I like what they do with the finishes, but I want just the straight bourbon. Like, I'm into straight up Kentucky bourbon. That's what I'm looking for from them right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a bottle that I'm, I'm, I'm saving for that special occasion. Uh, yeah. I got it from Liquor at the Lake. Same. Yeah. And I haven't cracked it yet. I'm, I'm waiting for that one occasion to crack it. Yeah, and I kind of got it on a humble with uh, It's Only Bourbon hit me up to go plug it out for him. And shit. Yeah. And yeah. I was down there and I, and I put out the ooh, ooh. And I, and I plugged out a few more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You threw your hat in the air? So I hit him Because that's, that's the new bat stay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, this, this was before the hat went up. That's like you in the club, you hear that hey, hey, you know you better start looking for cover. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, chairs going to be flying. <laughs> so, so, so friends of the program, friends of Burb, your enthusiasm, a steady pour, uh, I, my guy Tone sent me a couple of samples of that rare character and he sent us a couple of Ambarana finished there you go. I was not a fan of that one and we were like yo the first one we were like what is this Yeah. and by the hard. time we got to the second sample I was like I could see why people like it yeah. so have you had anything finished in Ambarana and what is your take yeah I, I have and my take is that it's highly polarizing I, I tell people all the time you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it there's no like eh it's okay I, I like the flavor profile because it's so off the wall it's heavy cinnamon you get like a cinnamon toast crunch so I have mm. a sweet tooth me it's like eating a sweet cereal in the morning I just love that damn he, okay. and he, 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 he dropping the goat of cereal <laughs> that's, the cinnamon toast that's crunch your is, baby. is the goat fam. it's alright I mean I understand you have a certain affection for that joint yeah, it is not good but I think it's garbage you know why I have a, <laughs> rubbish you, you know why I have an affection yeah because Mom Dukes wouldn't buy it that's why <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know what that you know what I'm <laughs> so Burb last question man before we crack this open and get into it um, on that rare character that you're looking for the straight up bourbon what, what do you get on the ear with that joint because you know how we get down we think it has an ear in addition to a nose a palate man for me on the ear with that one I got to take it back to a classic. This is probably, for me, this is a song that I could just listen to all day, every day. I mean, he says it, and when he says heavy airplay all day with no chorus, it's going to be Prodigy, Keep It Thorough for me. Oh, because that was Mob Deep. Thorough. Thorough. Oh, oh rest in peace. Mob yeah. Deep. Yeah, bro. That's dope. This is why I like, I mean, this is honestly why I you like, just like having a guest, period. I, I love having a New Jersey cat on the show. New Jeru. Because they going to give us East Coast rap, right? They ain't getting mm-hmm. E-40 and all that crap. <laughs> no dis no to E-40. No, no dis to E-40. Yeah, no dis yeah. E-40. Yeah. Sprinkle me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 For shizzle. But, bro, I need bars and my yeah. guy is dropping Mob. Like, when's the last time somebody said they got Mob Deep on the ear? On this show. On this uh, show. 1990 uh, never. Yeah. yeah. It's been I'm calling a, you know, Nob Creek Mob Deep. We don't right. really talk yeah, about exactly. Yeah. yeah. This and my guy. Probably made people look it up and everything. Bro, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Th- thank you for coming on the show, Frank. Yes, Frank thanks for coming to you know drop the bars on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Frank, tell tell us a little bit about your background, like how you got into what you do, because I think you also put down some some pen on pad or tap the keys online, right? So, That's tell right. The people about that, what you do with some publications, and give people a little bit of your background. Okay, sure. So, like I said, I got into whiskey about five years ago or so, and after I had plantains or roses and this eagle rare i kind of went down the rabbit hole i had a whole bunch of bottles and for me i was like really i got two ways of going about it either i got a lot of bottles and i got a problem uh-huh. or i got a lot of write about them and i can have a career <laughs> so i started writing about it and that started about two or three years ago once i started writing about it i got 
you know, fairly well known for being a writer. A lot of editors were talking about me. So I moved around to a couple of different publications. And since then, man, I've just been loving it. I, I was originally going to school for writing. I went to a Hampton University down okay. in Virginia. HBCU. You know, yeah. Yeah. For broadcast journalism. So I'm a trained writer. That's really just what I love to do. So combining my love of writing and combining my love a bourbon it just made too much sense hmm. Damn. Uh, so that's dope I mean you're not doing guest appearances you cashing checks right I'm, I'm cashing checks that's what I'm saying okay. you know what I'm saying you gotta get the bag <laughs> I had no idea you get went to, to Hampton bag. bro Hampton is like black ivy it is right? though it's gorgeous. I went on my, my class trip out there, like when we were in high school as seniors trying to check out different colleges, and I knew immediately that that's where I wanted to go. You oh, saw them honeys on the quad, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hampton, Howard, Morehouse, yeah. and... Spelman. Well, I mean, I'm, well, yeah. yeah. And Spelman, yeah. yeah. Spelman would sure. be the one, especially yeah. if you're going to Morehouse. Spelman would be the one. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. Smart guy. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. So second question for me, um, what what has surprised you most about the American whiskey space since you've kind of jumped into the industry? Sure. And I like that question a lot because I tell my friends who aren't in the industry that the most surprising thing for me getting into it was just how inviting people are. You kind of have this idea in your mind as a black dude that the whiskey space is for like old white guys. Mm-hmm. And so being a young black I didn't really feel like it was going to be welcoming, but it's really just the most inviting, friendly, you know, everyone just wants to have a sense of community and bring you into the fold, no matter what walk of life you're from. I feel like that's been the most surprising thing for me. I know it's not really an industry trend, but it's more so about the industry at large. I just realized once I got into it, just how welcoming people are. And I, I love that about being in the whiskey space. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of ran into a little bit of that ourselves. Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Man, you know, I always see you popping up everywhere, man. It's kind of like every time you see it's like, oh, there's Frank. There's Frank. I mean, you, I mean, you pop up in this most unusual space when I see, you know, follow you on Instagram. He knows everybody. Yeah, man. So what's been your, you know, your, your most memorable experience, you know, doing this, you know, this this whiskey um, you know uh, covering whiskey and doing your pod and all that kind of stuff oh yeah I mean so to kind of piggyback off of the last answer and piggyback a little bit off of what you said Silverback is that it's the people you know so yeah. like going to different places and meeting people has been the most memorable thing for me I think something that really stands out in my mind was the first time that I went to Kentucky I went with a friend of mine and he brought me to Starlight which is actually in Indiana yeah. and when I went over it, they were just so inviting I ended up getting cool with Christian Huber who is one of the distillers over there man after it was all said and done we went back to his house he started opening bottles we had like King of Kentucky the Michter's 20 mm. and, like anything that was there was completely you know green light you could go for yeah. it you could drink it that for me was like the most memorable experience simply because it was like an insight into how welcoming the industry is and yeah. you know obviously a good at night and great whiskey but it was really just instructive for me that everybody here is down to have a good time man yeah and you were at the um the chosen like you you know you were at the the, the blue run event too as well you know shaking hands and rubbing elbows so that i'm, I'm, I'm sure that was pretty pretty high on your list as well i would think oh that was incredible shout out to the boy trey wade because he's putting together the most amazing experiences for blue run like honestly they they got a, a secret weapon messing with him like mm-hmm. that yeah. was Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He, he definitely comes to the table with some serious ideas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and by the way, we would be remiss if we didn't talk um, about talk about yeah the, the news the, that came out of the Blue Run camp this right. week. Right. Yeah. I think I think everybody knows about yeah, it by of now. Course, but, yeah, you know, yeah. Of course. But I mean, I mean, obviously, what are your thoughts 
about the transition and and we'll tee it up to Frank first. We'll put him on the spot. Like, I mean, obviously we've seen some of these small craft distilleries get bought wilderness trail high West, right? Like some of the ones that we love that we cape for. And then all of a sudden a big brand swoops in and takes them away. Right. And so what was your initial reaction when you saw the news this week that Molson Coors had acquired Blue Run? I mean, my first reaction was, man, where's the dollar sign? How much did they get for that? Yeah, it was undisclosed, man. You know, every article that I've seen, there's no one that has, you know, put the, you know, put that number out there yet. Yeah, they keep it out to themselves. That's because they cashing them checks. Well, Bank. well, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on Trey's uh, Instagram just so I can see if I can see some clues. Like if, if my guy, <laughs> my guy gets a new Bentley, then you know we, we kind of get a new gold filter on all right, the posts. Right, exactly. <laughs> It goes from commercial to private. But what do you, what do you think about that? No, honestly, I'm, I'm happy for them. And uh, I think that uh, it was kind of destined to happen, right? Like they're an NDP, so they don't have a distillery. They're, they're about to build a distillery. So the way that they've been successful in the game, I'm not surprised that someone swooped in and tried to really grab them while the, the, the iron was hot, you mm-hmm. know? I'm happy for them for sure. And I think it's only going to increase, you know, their reach and everything that they're able to do because now they're going to have extra funding to build that distillery. You know, they're going to have extra funding for the people like Trey Wade who have just dope ideas and they're going to be able to execute at such a higher level. So I'm really, I'm really happy for them, you know? And I love Blue Run. I love the people over there. So I'm excited yeah, to see what comes next. People. Yo, yo, I mean, I don't know if y'all heard it. My guy just dropped some lingo on me that I've literally never heard before. I've been in this game for three years. He's going for the NDP. Yeah, I've been in the game for three, you know, I've been in the podcast game for three years now. I have a award finalist podcast. And my guy literally just said NDP on the the low. He's a right. He's a broadcast. As if we all know that terminology. He's going to explain it to the people and us who don't know. And that that makes a lot of sense. Because I know, I I mean, I've literally put two and two together. But for our listeners who are uninitiated, tell them what an NDP is. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me for speeding, y'all. So let me slow it down. So an NDP <laughs> is going to be a, a non-distilling producer. That's what it's going to be. Okay. So what you're talking about, about an NDP or a non-distilling producer, it's somebody who produces whiskey, but is not distilling their own whiskey, which is going to be your Blue Runs or you just mentioned High West. You know, people who are buying whiskey from other sources and then selling it, but not actually making whiskey themselves. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. dope. Sort of, sort of like Penelope did, and then they got acquired by their sourcer. Yeah, so, right. No, yeah. yeah, they Which got acquired by, by yeah. MGP, right? MGP. Well, they got acquired by the MGP brand Luxco. They they spun off, and they got acquired by that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they yeah. were Luxco. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, Which gotcha. is basically the MGP umbrella. Sure, sure. But but Burb knows all this because he puts that down on right. That guy, yeah. this guy. I, I'm with him, though, man. Yeah. Like, I, I am... I was I was surprised and shocked yeah. because number one, I felt like it came out of nowhere. Like I feel like I woke up that day, it was a normal day, yeah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden <laughs> We saw we saw the text from you. Yeah. I read that and then I went on Instagram and it was like Everywhere. It was blowing up. Everywhere. I mean, everybody was posting. Yeah. Fred Minnick posted his press yeah. release. Somebody sent him, you yeah. know. Bird was sharing his story from the road because he was out there. Then, you know, I, I text Mike. I was like, yo, dog, yeah. congratulations. And we yeah. had a little exchange and I was like open. Yeah, I was hoping. I was you know, I was thinking like maybe, you know, their distribution would change a little bit more, but I'm starting to see blue run everywhere now. So right. I don't know if that's gonna be any different because I mean, you know, before, you know, Blue Run was that, you know, that that unicorn, that mm-hmm. you know, mythical creature right. in the forest that you never saw, but now that pterodactyl see, butterfly. Exactly. <laughs> but now you see it, you know, um, you know, you know, more often now. So everywhere. Uh, but maybe it's gonna be more, you know, who knows? But um yeah, good for them though. 
I, yeah, man. Dude, you know, I think I think I'm all I'm all about getting the bag. Get get a get the bag, get but the bag. B. I mean, if they can somehow, I, and I believe because I have faith in Magic Mike, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Talk if to they him. Some, if they could all get the bag, but simultaneously stay true to who they are, yeah. Yeah. then I think this is a home run, not just for Blue Run, mm-hmm. but a home run for us as consumers. Yeah. 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 So Magic Mike, if you're listening, we need we need you to be Jose Canseco, my guy. <laughs> oh, Knock this thing out of the park. We need a home run. Be Bobby Bonilla. Get a check every year. <laughs> I think he's still getting checks. He's still, he's still getting, getting checks to like 2035. Yeah. Best deal in baseball. Yep. So, so Burb, your enthusiasm. The first time that I met you was at um, Black Bourbon Run. Yep. Right? And and what's what's interesting about it is I've seen this guy. You know, I follow Burb, your enthusiasm. Yeah, and you feel like you know him, right? I feel like I know him. Yeah. I see him all the time. And then, it, you know, I see you at Black Bourbon Run. And it was like, yo, that's freaking Burb, your enthusiasm. Like, I was... <laughs> I mean, I don't say this lightly, bro. Starstruck. I was legit starstruck because <laughs> my first observation was, "Damn, that guy is much taller than he looks on Instagram Live." Right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, how tall are you, Frank? I'm six four. Six four. Okay. okay yeah. So you're only about <laughs> inches taller than me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so um, you're a Black Bourbon Run alumnus, though. Yep. So, like, you know, you, you've gone how many times? This is, that was my first that time. That was your first year. time, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, by the way, there's only been three of them, right? I mean, I'm saying it like it's been 35 and you missed the first 34. So, so <laughs> last year was your first one. What was your biggest takeaway seeing these brothers in Kentucky doing the Black Bourbon Run and, 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 and indulging in that experience? I mean, so first of all, thank you for the starstruck comment because I, I got to reverse it and say I was starstruck when I walked into the bottle share and y'all was all sitting around. You had the microphones, you had the headphones going. Y'all, y'all was like pulling up a seat. I'm like, hold on, wait, y'all want me on the podcast? Like, right yeah, yeah. You like, came off the street podcast. and went straight to work. Yeah. <laughs> you did professional straight to work. Straight to work. My, my impression of the Black Bourbon Run, honestly, and, and I give all credit to Paul Holmes. You know, uh, I know he has a another co-founder, maybe another two co-founders, but you know, I know Paul uh, pretty well, and seeing the work that he puts in to kind of create this event is really awe-inspiring. You know, that brother puts boots on the ground. He's always having conversations. He has a million ideas. You know, much like Trey Wade. So when I saw all these black cats coming together. And just, you know, people with platforms, people who were novices, people who were experts, you know, people who who really just had never been to Kentucky before. Everybody coming together and having that 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 brotherhood, it was inspiring to me. You know, I'm up north and being in New York, New Jersey, where I am, I go into a lot of spaces where everybody don't look like us. Yeah. So to be in Kentucky and to be in a space where everybody looks like us, like that for me was really inspiring. It, it let me know that there's space for all, all of us in this industry. Yeah, that's dope. That's a bar. Super yeah. dope. What, what's cool, man, I don't know if you had the same reaction, but we got into the space because we didn't see people that looked like us. And then when we cre- when we got here, we started to see more people. And yeah. we don't know yeah. we don't know if it's chicken or egg, you know, but, <laughs> but it's like, man, when you get into this, mm-hmm. you start to see that the game is, number one, infinite, and number two, a lot more people like whiskey and bourbon than you actually right. than you actually believe. So true story, true story. my guy. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, you know, you know. So you know, I see you. You know, you post a lot of bottles. You do that that buy buy, which is one one of my favorites. <laughs> um, so like you know, you know, uh, what makes a good bourbon for you? I mean, you know, like like what do you look for when you, you know you you know you say oh 
know what? This bourbon hits my palate. It's going to hit perfectly for me. Like I said before, I have a sweet tooth. So if it has like that fruit sweetness, if it has brown sugar, if it has vanilla ice cream, I'm going to fall in love immediately. Now, I like balance, too. I like a little spice. I like an oak presence, you know, a little bit older. Maybe we're talking eight to ten years old where you get some good barrel char and some oak influence. But for me, number one is the sweetness. After that, it's going to be texture and finish. That's really what I look for for a great bourbon. So if you have something that's not too sweet, but it's a sweet bourbon, it has great texture, a good mouthfeel, and like a long lingering finish, that for me is going to be one. Yeah, man, that finish is where is it? What's that bottle that, that, that meets that description for you? Like if you had to say all the things that you just named and you said this bottle right here is the one that I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I already know. Rare Breed by Wild Turkey all day. $50 bonded almost every day on the shelves. And for me, it just hits on every single level. Wow. So Rare Breed bourbon, not Rare Breed rye. Rare, rare Breed, breed bourbon. bourbon. That's right. Yeah. Wow. And that proof is like right, like around right one thirteen usually, or is it, or is it a little bit lower? No. So right now it's one sixteen point eight. So it's a little yeah. bit. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So do you do that neat or do you von ghost it? Oh no no no. Big big respect to von ghost, but I'm doing that neat all day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. All right, last question before we get into this round table where we're going to crack some bottles. So so what's a good whiskey cocktail for you and like what's your go-to? So for me, my go-to whiskey cocktail would probably be like whiskey and ice. But after that, I'll probably say uh, an old whiskey fashioned. Whiskey and water. So like, whiskey and ice. <laughs> but, but also old fashioned because that's, that's kind of how I got into the game also. You know, when I started drinking, it was when like Mad Men was a really big show and, and people were kind of getting into the whiskey space because of that show and I saw them drinking old fashions all the time and I just wanted to have kind of my go-to cocktail so that became my go-to cocktail dope dope yeah, always dope. comfortable with an old fashioned mm-hmm. you, you watch Mad Men I no. watch I, I watch, watch bits it. and pieces of it I'm yeah. not like a I'm not like a sitcom type dude you don't you know have what I mean? it's not a sitcom bro it's a it's a drama <laughs> it's a drama yeah it is, it guess, is literally like a drama with human um, you like it because it's an ad agency, bro. You know, no, that's, I, that's your joint. No, I love that angle. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, it's just like any other show. It's like, all right, the, the foreground is, all right, it's a it's about an ad agency. The background, though, is about people. A lot of drama mm, going right? on at that ad yeah. agency. Like, you can look at Lost, yeah. so you're like, oh, it's about an airplane that crashed. But when you look at the background, it's about people. How many brothers were on that show? Uh, the elevator guy. See, that's why I don't was fuck a, that's, why, that's why I can't do it. The doorman. Hang on, let me see who else. But it's a great show. Sounds like a guy named Vanessa wrote that show. Oh, oh, oh. Fired. We just lost seven listeners. Exactly. No, 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 not that guy. It was another. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to get into this West Cracker, man. As we always do, we're going to let our man Ichiro lead it off and run for the fences. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So this bottle... Um, uh, come to you t- this evening from uh, Laws. Sound like you warming up the pool. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> Get your pockets ready. Coming to you tonight um, from the Booker Distillery. Yeah, man. From Laws Whiskey House, man. It's the uh, Laws Bonded um, Bourbon, eight year, eight year bonded. It's, oh, it's a four grain bourbon. Um, it's going to come in with sixty percent corn, twenty percent heirloom uh, wheat, and twenty percent and ten percent. Heirloom rye and ten percent heirloom mortadella. So, 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 so heirloom or heirloom? Oh, heirloom! What you, what you doing, dog? What you What you doing over there? How, how Lester Holt gonna mispronounce heirloom? Heirloom. 
heirloom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. I got it, dog. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. So anyway, it's a four grain bourbon, uh, eight years, um, fifty uh, percent alcohol by volume, which is hundred proof. <laughs> yes, sir. Is um, it bottled and bond? Oh, it is bonded. It's bonded. It's bonded. Yeah, hundred. Yeah. yeah, 100, yeah. Um, so and uh, it's coming out of uh, Denver, Colorado, and we were just out there not too long ago, and I hate we didn't know about this bourbon before we went out there. That's the Lost Barrel series. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, Bama's. Yeah, ain't nothing mile high in that city. Where's our mm-hmm. barrel? Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. and by the way, it's been a while since we explained to our listeners what bonded means. So bottled in bond, um, at least four years old, okay. hundred proof, uh, one um, distiller season, and one distiller. And they got the government in their business. The yeah, we got the government. Yeah, government checks out there. It's a stamp. They come, yeah, they come, come check your papers. But, you know, you know, it's 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 some scuttlebutt that the government doesn't always come on. They just make sure your paperwork's in order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, Burger enthusiasm on your travels. Have you have you seen heard anything about bottled and bond? And is it like truly what it used to mean 40, 50 years ago? I think that. The, the meaning is, I mean, obviously the meaning is the same, but I, I don't see any government agents kind of sneaking around <laughs> warehouses. I'll yeah. say that part. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, makes yeah. sense. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. So the nose, man, I get, I mean, it's like a heavy corn presence um, to me. Um, sweet on the nose, but um, oaky. Cause you know, again, cause it's an eight-year bourbon, so it get a little, little, lot of oak on there. And, you know, and they distill their own stuff, so this is like a farm to bottle. And you know, distillery, they Ooh. they grow all this stuff out there, so which, which is kind of interesting, kind of like Fragrant Ranch does that thing out in um, Nevada. Great bottle, ah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, the palate, little spicy. Um, again, corn forward. Um, I get this molasses note towards the end. Um, the finish is a bit medium, um, so but overall, it's a good balanced bourbon. I enjoy it. Um, I got this recommendation from my um, friends of the program, Raven. Okay, yeah, Riyadh Raven. Yeah, Raven. He's the one that told me to get it, and and I got this bottle, man, because you know you can only get it online, and um, I ordered it. I ordered two of them. And um, it got lost in the mail. Um, and so I reached out to the company. They refunded my money. Um, and But then, you know, it was all sold out. Because, you know, once you see this particular bottle go online, um, it, it sells out pretty quickly. Um, so they came back around about maybe a month or so after um, I got the initial order. I got this bourbon and um, it took about two, three weeks to get it. And uh, so it's, it's it's a highly sought out um, bottle. So if you go to their go to their website, you see it. Um, you know it's it's gonna. So whenever they come out with it, you better jump on it quick. And the four grains are corn, um, wheat, rye, and malted barley. Okay, so the standard four grains. Yeah, for, yeah. They don't they don't exactly. have like. Yeah. Um, Kasha in there or not? No, no Kasha. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. That exactly. Kasha joint was nice yeah. though. Yeah. Kasha was, was nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, man, so. is, is there any of that left? Uh, yes, a lot of that left. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of bourbon, you know, kind of like this, man. This is a like a, a it's a meteor bourbon. You know what I'm saying? This is not going to be something you're going to eat. You know, you're going to drink with a meal. You, I mean, this is going to be the main course. You're going to drink this mm-hmm. after, you know, maybe a nice cigar around the mm-hmm. fire. This is not going to be this, you know, bourbon that you're going to drink like an everyday, I don't think. Because, I mean, it really coats your palate. And wow. like I said, the finish is a little medium, but it's a really thick, heavy bourbon. Mm. Dope. Yes, sir. Mm. That's um all right. So that's a, that's I've a never, hell of a review. I've never had anything from Laws, so I don't. I I have no opinion. 
Burb, have you had anything from Laws before? I, I've had like one single barrel, so it's not fair to judge them based on that. Yeah. 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 Man, you asking the Kang. You asking the Kang. <laughs> the Kang been everywhere. Have you, have you had anything from Laws? Uh, just what I had at the Silverback's house. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, little, I had a, little, I had yeah. a sample. Do yeah, they sample. sell that in North Carolina? No, they do not. Okay. The only way I've ever seen it um, available is, is on their website. And what'd you pay? Um, it was $84. Um, shipping is going to be about $10, $15, I think. So. Would, you, would you buy it again? Uh, yeah. At that I price? Would. So it's 100 bucks. Yeah, 100 bucks. Yeah, 100 bucks. So yeah, I, I will buy it again. But again, this bottle is going to last me a while because um, of the of the distance, of, of the thick, you know, the mouthfeel. Yeah, the, the mouthfeel is real. It's real. It's, you know, it, it coats your tongue pretty good. And what do you while. think about the packaging? Package is dope. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's like a square bottle. I, I've seen the bottle. Yeah, the bottle looks sort of like a Harper bottle, doesn't it? No, no, no. Harper bottle is a little has the little ridges and stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, but it this looks one, like Hirsch. Oh, so it's just a square smooth yeah, square, bottle. Yeah, yeah, oh, square, okay. yeah, square smooth bottle. Yeah, the label's dope. Labeling is all, so, all so, nice. So there. what would you get fist and ears on that? Job? All right, man. So I'm you know I'm gonna go with a you know I'm gonna go with a three a three seven five. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a all good you bourbon. Need is another coda. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good bourbon. And, you know, and when I think about laws, when I was drinking this, man, the only thing came to me, and I've never gotten this on the ear Uh-oh. on a bourbon. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big reggae fan. Okay. And so the, the, this dude, I yeah. tell you, what the DNA strong over I'm here. I'm telling right? you. So when I got you know um, you know who shot the sheriff? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I shot the sheriff. Marley. Oh, that's dope. Good lord. Yeah. I like that. That's man. dope. That's yeah. dope, man. I do. I do love reggae. I do love reggae. I, but I like old school reggae. Yeah. Like, are you are you reggaeton? Like, are you listen to reggaeton? I listen to both, but I've been in my reggae bag for the last three weeks. What are you listening to? Like old school reggae or new the, school? The Spotify channel is called Irie. Irie. So it's you know it's sprinkled yeah. in. It's like old school with some dance hall. The reggaeton is a totally separate channel. Like, yeah. I like okay. Three different ones. Yeah. So the only time I listen to reggaeton is on like my uh, my uh, my Peloton ride, which okay, and he understands here. nothing, but it's just the visuals. <laughs> so so if you had to put reggae reggae up against like Afro beats, like because they, they both grown. they both have their spaces. Man, I love Afro. I have a nice Afro beats well, channel. Know, it's too. only like a few songs that are like an Afro beats though. You well, know? They, they all sound the same. Yeah, but it's only but it's one that that calm down or that, that song. Calm that, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that song is dope. It's another manga. What about yeah. what about David? My money, my money. See, is that Afro beats or is hey, that man, or is that he, um, he from the continent? Yeah, that's that's. I feel like that's like more Caribbean. Nah, dog, he from the continent, bro. Oh, he is. Davido from Africa. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he killed Nigerian that. or something like that. Yeah, he got like three songs that sound the exact. Anybody same. a Davido fan? Let us know. Let yeah. us know in the comments. And yeah. Burner Boy. Yeah, Burner, Burner Boy. Burner Boy is that guy. Yeah, he's that dude. Yeah, but so so you know we just finished season nine and dying right. Yeah. So I found a show on. Is it? I think it's Hulu. It's a sister. She's got. It's like called Soul Food. Well, she's traveling around looking for soul food in every culture. Okay. Yeah, she I ends up that. in Africa. Yeah. She, well, she was in Africa. Yeah. She's talking and they about were playing the okra and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the music they had. It's it's a certain. It's not Afro beats. It's a different style. So I started listening to their Spotify playlist, bro. It's dope. I'm gonna send it to you. It's so fire, bro. You be in the car like. Almost like our first season music. Yeah, oh, you know, dude, that, 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 was, that was trash. That was trash. Bro, what's what's interesting about season nine and dine is making you watch these cooking shows. I'm I'm doing the same thing. I watch I, I watch it. I'm watching High on the Hog. On Netflix. I love that season. It's such a good show. They, they, they're coming back for another season. That brother, I started yeah. following him. Very yeah. good information that came out of that joint. If anybody's out there watching it or check it out, Amazing. it's dope. It's Amazing dope. content. Yeah, we're going to fill that in. But Frank, 
you up, man. What you cracking? Let the people know. Okay, boom. So I brought, I got this Peerless right here. So this is going to be a Peerless single barrel. And they call it Cinnamon Apple Strudel. I figured that's right up my alley. I was just talking about that cinnamon and fruit. So I'm going to go ahead and crack this open right now. Fresh crack. Ooh, fresh crack. Oh, fresh crack. Fresh crack. Frank, a fresh crack for Frank the Tank. Cinnamon Apple wow. Strudel. Uh, <laughs> my boy Blue. <laughs> I love it. Right. Okay, you got a little cork pop. Oh, okay. Man, have you noticed like Peerless is starting to come with a lot of different you know, offerings now? I want, the double, I want yeah. that double oak. I mean, I, me too, man. Every time I go and I think I found it, I haven't. I mean, I'm sure the Kang has tasted it. Yeah. You know, the Kang I've seen the there. high rye around here, but I haven't seen a double oak yet. I hadn't seen it. I've yeah. seen the rye. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the double oak, the rye, and the bourbon, they're both good. I like them both. Yeah. The Kang had it, man. The yeah. Eddie the Kang? They got a, they got a Rosie? Rosie. Yeah, they do a have Rosie a Rosie. P, a double yep. oak? Yep, they sure yeah, do. They got a Pam Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a little bit darker than that. <laughs> man, on the nose, they one line. You're getting a lot of, like, cinnamon apple pie right there. I, I love it. It's, but, but it's more like a, a fried apple pie. Where it's a little savory, a little bit darker. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and drink Oh, the commentary. Is yeah, man, that um, yeah, yeah, those um, you know, those pearls, you know, they get in your pockets too. Oh, what? So on the palate, I mean, um, it's, it's true to the nose. I'm getting more like cooked apples, uh, brown sugar, cinnamon, but it really coats your mouth, and it really has a great texture, which again is something I'm looking for. And that finish, man, that finish is still there. I, I feel like I just got that warm apple pie from from grandma's house, and I'm just sitting back with it, savoring it. Oh, mm. so your grandma made a warm apple pie back in the sure day. Did. Yeah, the the best of the best. So, so is your grandma down south or is she or is she in Jersey? She was from Memphis and then she moved up to Queens, Jamaica, Queens, New York. Oh, oh dang! That, I bet she got. I bet she got amazing stories. Oh, for sure, for sure. Come on, coming from Memphis at that time, you know you got some good stories. She actually met my grandfather because he hired her to work in his juke joint. That's another story for another day. Wow. That sounds like a great story. Yeah, juke joint. Oh, man. I actually actually want to hear that now, actually. Yeah, same. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah, but no, this right here, it it reminds me of like being at grandma's house, being in Queens, just sitting on the floor eating apple pie. Like, I, I feel happy. I feel like I'm a kid again. Wow. wow, I love it. So Take do you do back. ice cream on your apple pie or you just do a straight apple pie cheese or something? What do you do? Cheese? Yeah, people put, you know, cheese on your apple pie. Really? Mm-hmm. really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> that must, no, that I, must be in West Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> nah, people put cheese on apple pie. I do mine straight up. The, the vanilla is a little bit too much. When a vanilla ice cream, ooh, that's a little too much for me. I just do straight apple pie. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, what y'all didn't catch, though, is he said, I, it takes me back to grandma's house sitting on the floor eating that. an apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> like, grandma, grandma ain't letting you in the white room now. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna eat in the living room. You got plastic on the furniture yeah, in the good yeah. room. So no, you're not your, playing. Get, get your butt on that floor, eat <laughs> yeah. that pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and don't make a mess either. <laughs> That's hilarious. Man, and you know, if I had to put this on the ear too, because we go, go, go ahead and round it out. Oh, get it. I think I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to the finish, so I'm going to go ahead and say another East Coast, you know, rap ball right here. I'm going to say the Notorious B.I.G. I'm going to go with going to be the long kiss goodnight right here. <laughs> we, we basically done. We can wrap this joint. See, this is, this is why I like having my guy you know from the East Coast up in here, bro. He came with Mob Deep and Biggie. Bro. See, you see it, uh, thanks for coming and listening. <laughs> All right. So long kiss goodnight. Right, that obviously came out posthumously mm-hmm. for for Big, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it might have been the hardest verse that my guy has ever spit. And I got to give credit to Puffy because Puffy normally is back in those days was kind of corny. Yeah. But the ad libs on the long kiss good night 
uh, joint was amazing. Yeah, right? Listen to that in the whip. When Yo, I used to get so hyped. Greatest Biggie, <laughs> greatest Biggie rap verse of all time. Oh, for sure. That's like top two, top three Biggie songs for me all time, easily. Bro, my team in the marine blue six coupe skeeted out. Skeeted I think out. the joint we had with Sadat X. I got seven Mac 11s, eight About 38, not eight, oh, 38s, nine, nine nines, 10 <laughs> Mac 10s. I gave up. Oh, I yeah. gave up. I was like, yeah, yo, yeah. so pass the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. You finished. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. How many Black Fist? Did he give us Black Fist rating on not this? Not yet, sir. I sure didn't. Uh, so for me, this would be a, a solid four, honestly. I, I, I'll drink this all day. This is a new favorite for me. Oh, oh wow. Dope. Wow. And, and your rating system, you would say this is what? So... On my rating system, with cost taken into account, which by the way, uh, this goes for about one ten, and I got it for the five finger discount. So that's <laughs> free ninety nine so for the price I paid for it. Uh, I'll say that this would be a, a nine out of ten for me. Wow! wow. Okay, okay. Very, nice. very nice, very nice, dope. Okay, well, Parker Brothers. So peerless. What is it again? Cinnamon apple pie. Cinnamon, Cinnamon apple, strudel. apple strudel. Cinnamon apple strudel. And it's going to be one of their single barrels. This was out of their gift shop. So I grabbed this last time I was in Kentucky. Oh, gotcha. That's dope. The king, the king be out there. You know what? You can't yeah, hide money. You can't hide it, dog. You can't, can't hide, hide money. Wow. Last time I was out there. So, so it is, oh, yeah, on the way out, man, just just grab one of those. Yeah. Okay. Uh, put that in my grab bag. <laughs> buck 10. <laughs> buck 10. <laughs> yeah. Hook me up. All right, Choice, what you cracking, man? Bro, so first off, man, dope, dope, dope job, uh, Burberry Enthusiasm. All right, so I am cracking. I'm taking it back to North Kakalaki. To the home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I had a, I have a great, ex- I had a great experience this past Saturday. Um, I had a friend from from high school mm. actually played little league baseball with this guy. Now, yeah. by the way, he fo- he's a friend of the podcast. He follows okay. the show. We follow him back, okay, because he is a food and drink influencer out of Tennessee. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, and so he's in East Tennessee. His handle on Instagram is East Tennessee Eats and Drinks. Ah, uh, okay. And so he goes around to restaurants all over the country, but mostly East Tennessee. Uh-huh. He reviews, you know, restaurants and drinks. So I went to high school with this guy, right? Nice. And he's like, he was in town for the weekend, staying at another friend's house from high school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, meet us. Yo, you going out? We meet us at this distillery. I mean, he didn't say distillery. We're, he was like, we're going to be having drinks at Oaklore. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Oaklore. What the, I mean, what yeah, is that? Never is that the joint out near Matthews? Well, well, that's what I'm about to tell you. Oh, sorry. Right? So, so. I, rain I, on your t- <laughs> I, No, no, no. You stepping on my review. It's okay. So I, I put the joint in my ways. And and it's like thirty five minutes, right? So I'm like, dang, it's it's out of my Uber range, right? Because thirty (laughs) five minutes, all carry, hundred bucks. I mean, it's all carry, hundred dollars, easy. (laughs) So I'm like, dang, I gotta suck it up and drive, and I can't, I can't can't really drink while I'm there because (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna drive. Yeah. Um. So I get there. By the way, I walk in, and it's like this. It's it's a tiny building. But they got some. What do you call those things where you mat, where you mash walls? No, no, no. The the vats where you got the <laughs> the mash tons and fermenters and all yeah, that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. They got that. They got a couple of those in there. <laughs> they got like a bar, and then they got some seating, and then they have like a gift shop. Okay. So I walk in, and it's literally this tasting room. Um, and so the place is called Oaklore Distilling Company. Heard of them? Yeah. In North Carolina, in Charlotte, yeah. and I legit had never heard of them until I went there that day. Yeah, there's a few more too. 
Oaklor? No, Oaklor is mm. one of many. There's another distillery called Great Wagon Distillery, and there's uh, see, I've heard of that. There's <laughs> one out in um, northeast of us that used to be a prison that's converted. They have a distillery. Yeah. Oh, so it's pretty dope. In the yeah. southern distill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah. but this place was interesting because not only do they have the distillery, they also have the tasting room. Yeah. And so you know, I walk in, I meet all my friends, and guess who else is there? Who is it? Uh, I had no my, idea. My guy, Bourbon Whiskey Library. Man is everywhere. So why was he there? Because he's Cause, everywhere. Because he, and this is what's great about the community, right? Yeah. yeah. Because Burb Your Enthusiasm just talked about this. Like, yeah. everybody is so welcoming. Yep. Right? And my friend from high school, East Tennessee Eats and Drinks, mm-hmm. because of this community that community that we're all in, follows Bourbon Whiskey Library. Oh, right. And Bourbon Whiskey Library follows East Tennessee Eats and Drinks. Ooh. And so they hit each other up on, on Instagram and they say, hey, why don't we meet IRL? Yeah. You know what IRL stands for? Yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I, I didn't did know that. Your kids explain yeah, that I, to I, you? I, I, I learned that on no, Saturday. Someone did that to me the other day. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what is IRL? Yeah, no. Stop speaking abbreviations. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I hate that. But you know, you do that a lot, though. You do that a lot. What the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So, so they made up IRL at Oaklore, mm. and I'm there. Now, by the way, um, coincidentally, I had met Bourbon Whiskey Library the day before mm-hmm. at Liquor at the Lake. Of course. Because yeah, hey, I, I finally stopped in the liquor at the lake. And by the way, what a selection. <sighs> Stupid. Like, what yeah. a what a place, Stupid. man. Yeah. It's a hidden gem. Right? Like, like, I'm sure we might see the Kang there one day. Oh, no. That guy, he's probably, he probably co-owner. <laughs> <laughs> but but from the outside, I was like, oh, this place is going to And then when I walked in, I was like, right. Oh. It's yeah, like a speakeasy. Exactly. Yeah, it's dope. So anyway, so I met, I meet the guy, Anthony Riccardi. But the point is... I'm in this place, Oak Lord Distilling Company. I order a cocktail. The cocktail was dope. Mm. They made the cocktail with this, um, with their rye, their straight rye whiskey. Mm -hmm. So of course I say, all right, I gotta buy this rye whiskey because I wanna make some cocktails out of it. Now, what you gotta know about this. So what cocktail was it? So it was like a, um, it was called the Rye 11. Okay. And it's like their own proprietary cocktail. I don't even know what was in it. Okay. TBH. TBH. Uh, <laughs> 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 but but it, but it was it's 94.6 proof straight rye whiskey. It's got North Carolina on the bottle, right? Yeah. The packaging is pretty dope. Like the label is dope. I love yeah. the label. Yeah, I didn't realize that, that was North Carolina until, until I looked at it closely. Right. Yeah. The, the bottle is kind of the standard, you know, whiskey bottle, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's, my first whiskey bottle. It's basic, yeah, basic yeah, it's, packaging. It's basic. But it's kind of like, it's it's kind of dope that it's basic packaging too. But the yeah. label and the artwork and yeah. the logo and everything that's on it yeah. looks like somebody actually knew what they were doing. It lends like classic. Yeah, it looks like it came out of... Um, the Mad Men ad agency. See how, see how little dust, that, little dusty. Yeah, you brought that full, full circle. Full yeah. So, so this rye. So the the cocktail was dope. So I decided to buy the rye. By the way, the rye. I paid a hundred and seven dollars for this. Oh no. Now I, I I gotta be honest. They're a young distillery too. I was surprised. So that was, was it, a bucko seven. So is it aged here or is it sourced? Great or? question. Okay. What do you think? You're tasting it right now. Yeah. Does this tastes like something that was distilled in North Carolina is probably a couple of years old. Yes. It does not. Yeah. To me, it yeah. does not. It does. 
Plug, you got to get some of this. Uh, so I read about them when I was looking up for yeah. distilleries to go there, and I know they're. I think they're making their own stuff, and it's kind of young. Yeah. No, I don't think they are. Yeah. I think they are sourcing their whiskey. Um, that's that's what I got mm. from my conversations yeah. on on I don't Saturday. Know, man. Well, anyway. And I actually, it's funny. I mean, I actually really like it. Yeah. Now, would I pay one hundred and seven dollars again for it? Without shipping, right? Like, I literally got it at the place. Yeah. I, I would pay, pro- I mean, to me, it tastes like a, it, I would pay $75 happily yeah. for that. I would buy two of them at $75, but at $107, and that doesn't include any ship shipping, right? Like, that's a hard ass. Yeah, that's hard ass. Yeah, it's theirs, dog. It's still yeah. aged in bottle in North Carolina. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it says from local grain. I know, but, yeah. but, that doesn't mean that they distilled it. So, all right. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, mm-hmm. but I think they got some of this from another distillery in North Carolina. Oh, I do not believe that they distilled this. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, got I you. see what you're saying. So it could have come from like, what's the one you said? Southern? Yeah, not or, not, southern not Northern. Yeah. 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 So, okay. I, I, so, so rumor has it that this is from there. So some of your 107 went up the road. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but by the way, I like it. And you know, I can't really, I don't get, you know, my guy Burber Enthusiasm gave us bars with his review. Yeah, bars. I, I like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't expound like he did. <laughs> but but I do get, like, it is heavy spice. It is heavy cinnamon. Um, it, it, it has the exact same characteristics on the palate mm-hmm. as what I got on the nose. I love the palate. I like the finish. It's well balanced. It does not taste young to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I had to guess, this is, I mean, I would guess that it's a four to six year old rye, yeah. which for rye is kind of, you know. Yeah. The only reason why I say what I say is because the spice doesn't linger on my on my palate that long. It kind of evaporates pretty quickly. Mm. And usually spice is kind of, you know, kind of gives me a little bit more. You think that's the proof though, 94? Well, you I mean so rise usually even uh, if, even if I, at at a, at a lower proof rise usually give, give you that that more that spicy anyway. So you I know get what I'm it though. Yeah. I feel like I get it. Yeah, I, I'm not getting it. Maybe because my you know the the laws is definitely wreck my palate. I don't know. Have you had Oaklore, my guy? I've never even heard of them. I haven't heard of any of the three y'all just mentioned. So I need to come down to North Carolina more often. <laughs> yeah, man. You you do need yeah, to come, come on down, dog. Right. Come on down. Yeah, you need to come down. Just a few joints. And what, what what was cool about this bottle is on the label it says, where your story meets the staves. And so that was, I, I think the branding on this is fantastic yeah. because the story that I just told you guys about how my guy from high school, East Tennessee, eats and drinks. Yeah. We go to Oaklore. We meet up with Anthony Riccardi yeah. from Bourbon Whiskey Library and his amazing wife yeah. um, she, she was awesome yeah. uh, Andrea yeah. and literally the story does not end at Oaklore right so he, he talks about how people are so inviting yeah right and we've we all follow Bourbon Whiskey Library yes yeah. and we've seen yeah. that we've talked to him a couple of times too, yeah bro you, yeah. we haven't talked to him on the podcast not the podcast but I mean we've gone to look at the lake he's been there yeah, yeah. yeah. and and so we um we we've we followed them, we talk about them, we've seen the stash, we've seen the library, but only on Instagram. Yeah. My guy literally says, Hey, I I live like ten minutes down the road. Like why why don't why don't we just go back to my place and have some pools? So you've been to the Batcave then? 
So literally. <laughs> so you've seen all those dope renovations he's done. In that moment, I was like, why, oh, why didn't I Uber? <laughs> because, like, like MC Light, why, oh, why? Because we, we go back to the, to the house, right? And literally, as soon as you walk in, there's the library. Oof. Mm. And, bro, I mean, it is impressive. Yeah. Like, he would look at my bourbon room, and I don't know. Frank, did you know I had a bourbon room? I did not know that. You didn't? Okay. Now, now, now you know, fam. If you don't know, now you know. So he would look at my bourbon room and be like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's got, that's I mean. Special. He said that's a nice starter set. So, so I asked him, I was like, so how many, how many bottles do you have in here? And he's like, if you had to guess, how many would you say? Over under is 900. I would say over. You take the over? Yeah. Oh, definitely over. Over? I think he and Trey are neck and neck fighting for thousands. Burb? I'd go under, but not by much. He has 1,164 bottles. Wow. And he knows that because he has an inventory. Of course he does. That he keeps on his phone. Of course he does. Wow. Yeah. So, so Frank, do you have a bourbon room or a, a bourbon like you know? I mean, I'm going to keep all your bottles. Yeah, I've got several rooms that have bourbon in them, but it's it's not organized. It's, it's really bad stuff. Like I'm looking for bottles for hours on end, trying to figure out what I want to drink that night. <laughs> Are you plus or minus five hundred? That's a good question. Uh, I'm plead the fifth. <laughs> fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> so. I mean, so we have some amazing pours, yeah. And I'll just give you the highlights. We had a we had a old Fitzgerald eighteen or nineteen, I want to say. We had a George T. Stag, uh, uh, two thousand and nineteen. We had a, a Red Breast twenty seven. I don't even drink Irish whiskey. Like Irish whiskey makes me want to fight. Was it good? <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> 27 years old, red breast. So was it, um, so when he, you know, when he, so when you went over there, was it a, a method to the tasting or was it just like, yeah. he just randomly gave you some stuff? I mean, so, so, so let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah, speak to me. My guy is an expert at hospitality. Mm. Okay. And I'm not kidding, man. Like, so the first thing that you got to know about Bourbon Whiskey Library is he wants to make sure that, that people that come in, not only have a great time, get what they want, but also leave with some some education. That's dope. But not like in a pretentious way, mm -hmm. right? Not like in a well, all b bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is not not that guy. He just passes the knowledge, right? But he, you could tell he genuinely wants to help you matriculate into this game, all right? Which was fantastic. And so the method was, you guys can pick any bottle. Out of my 1,164 bottles on this shelf, everybody gets to pick one bottle, Ooh. and everybody's going to have a pour out of that. Oh, nice. That's what he did. Uh, and okay. so and okay. so, one person says, I want the George T. Stag. My guy pulls the George T. Stag 2019 off the shelf, pours eight people around nice. George T. Stag. Wow. Puts it back. He said, what you want? Red Breast 27. <laughs> Pulls the Red Breast 27 off the shelf, pours it up for all eight people in the room. Really? At, at what point did you start shaking? Bro, I was like, I mean, I, I wanted to clone myself because I wanted like three or four of them. <laughs> right? I wanted to be Tyrone. <laughs> and, and the bottle that I chose, I think I put this on uh, on our Instagram story. Yeah. I, bro, I've been trying to find that High West Yippie Kaye for ages. Mm. Yeah. 
And so, you know, I'm a big fan of the Midwinter Night's Dram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these bottles. I'm like, my guy's got Pappy. He's got some B-Tac on the shelf. <laughs> Surely I can't go for the for the damn High West Yippie Kaye when I got all these hitters on here. Mm-hmm. Right. But I was like, I'll never see the Yippie Kaye again, man. Yeah. Right. So I went for the Yippie Kaye. And by the way, that joint was phenomenal sensational wow. and we had several ladies in the room i mean it was a it was a crowd favorite with some of the ladies as well okay. really well, oh yeah go. yeah yeah so anyway it was just an amazing experience that's and that dope, and that's where you know first off i'm going to say that this oak lore is for me it's at least a daily sipper yeah. if i take price out of it for mm-hmm, a second mm-hmm. and just and just judge it on the merits of the quality of the liquid it's at least a three to three point two five black. Okay. I really enjoy this. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'll drink this a lot. Um, the value though is where they kind of lost me. Yeah. Hundred and seven dollars yeah. for this pour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that I could do that if I wasn't a homer, and if I did not want to patronize, <laughs> you know, a, a local distillery. Yeah. yeah. But you bought that. They'll make cocktails though. I. <laughs> I did. <laughs> now, did, you, now, did you hear the hesitation that laugh? Uh, yeah. No, because here, here's where we kind of went sideways. In the gift shop, they didn't really publicize the prices as well as I needed them to. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They got you at the so, register. So, so to, 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 to be, TBF, to be fair, <laughs> when I took it to the register, I honestly thought it was going to be about $60, $65. Yeah. So you, could, you couldn't punk out once you got up there. Which is what I wanted to pay for. It. Yeah. But then when she when she rung that thing up and she had that thing that they got at the ice cream shops now where they, they, they swing it around and it's got a 15% tip on it already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. No. Yeah. Uh, custom tip. Zero. Uh, when she swung that joint around and it said 107 that's when I was like you were like hey yeah, your joint is wrong your joint's messed up at that point I was pot committed I had to do it but nah, I mean nah, I, just, I, just, I, just, I swung it around I just swung it back around and be like it's not it's not the bottle we came for yeah um, I, I bought, I'm gonna buy this to make cocktails <laughs> bro I, I, I'm just trying to figure out why it costs so much yeah I mean so there's gotta be it's something not, it's not in there it's not in here. It is yeah. a $65 rye. Yeah. That would be amazing for $65. I'd buy it every time I saw it if it was $65. $107, I'll probably never buy it Just again. tell yourself it was $65, bro. Keep yeah. it moving. And and honestly, the cocktail I bought was $16. Bucks. Mm. Well, yeah. So I spent $130 in that place that day. That's wow. terrible. But, you know, that's the complete opposite of the Weller Special Reserve story that y'all had the other episode where you walk up and you use a surprise to see it's 25 bucks <laughs> and you write door with it. This is like, hold on, wait a minute. I don't yeah, want to bro. spend all this. <laughs> right. Exact opposite. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, right. I, I love that my guy listens to the show. Yeah, me right. too. He pays attention. On, on the ear, by the way, I get Drake no new friends <laughs> because Drake, Drake got it wrong, bro. You need to go out and make as many new friends. <laughs> has a library. Bro, as many new friends as you can because literally that night in the Bourbon Whiskey Library, I knew three people. And everybody else were new friends. And honestly, man, like they, they all followed me on Instagram. I followed them back. And now I my my community just got five people bigger. That's and that's dope. what it's all about. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. cheers, fam. That's awesome. Plug. Well, what I got tonight is just um something that came off the bruh hub. I've had this since last year. Um, this and it and it tastes like you would expect it to for 18 year old bourbon. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? 18? 18. Yeah. Here. Yeah. That saved yeah. you a little bit if you oh, like to say My anyway. guy. Yeah, I should have had that first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's very smoky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, because I mean, yeah. I think my palate is a little... Yes. Yeah. So so the mash bill on this joint is, it's 77% corn, 13% rye, so it's a high rye joint, yeah. um, 10% malted barley. No heirloom? No heirloom. <laughs> no. They, they, heirloom. Left, they left all that in laws, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, so uh, I think when we were talking to our guy, Rutra Trevetti, when Rudra was on the show, we yeah. talked to Middle West, and he was telling us about pours he had. And one he mentioned, like we said, we had never had it before. Um, this is the Knob Creek 18. And this, oh, okay. Wow. Okay. This came to me from uh, our guy, Will, out in St. Lou. And, and you know, cool, cool as a fan, you know, he, he hooked me up with the Wild Turkey sample, yeah, the Wild man. Turkey. Um, with the, what's that, the 12 year we got, that Wild Turkey 12, the Japanese yeah. release. He hooked me up with a sample of that, ended up getting a bottle. So he sent me this um, with a few other samples, and I, I really like it. You can tell the age on it. It's really got that heavy palate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I put a little water in there to open it up a little bit, and it changes a little bit. It's got a really heavy, smoky maple nose. Yeah. The palate, the palate is strong. So you said the, um, the proof on this was what? Uh, it's a hundred proof. Sorry, hundred proof. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah, it's fifty percent. It's not. It's not bottled in bond. I don't mm-hmm. think it's just straight hundred proof. Yeah, eighteen years. Man. Eighteen years. Yeah, eighteen year joint. Mm. Yeah, it's you could you could taste the smoke. And you, I thought it would be a lot harsher sitting in that barrel that long. Sure, you can taste the barrel though. You can taste. That's the barrel. why whenever I, I had, I was like, ah, yeah. a little. But for me, um, this is this is one I, I could I you could make this a daily drinker. However, this would be the only thing you drink. Because it's yeah. gonna sit on your palate. It's gonna stay there. It's gonna have a presence. You know, yeah. it's it's really coming in the room like, yo, this my shit. I'm staying. You know what I mean? Everything else tomorrow, right? <laughs> Feel me? Um, Burb, so, have you had it? I have. I, I was already jumping to the the ear on that one because I love that for it. But I, I want to hear what the plug got. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I would give this joint four black fists for for really? me. I would give it four. Yeah. Wow. Just just because it's an 18 year old joint and there's not many things we got this double digits. You know, we got like the masters keep. The 17 we got yeah. some other things that are double digits yeah. that I think stands alone on its yeah. own too yeah. right yeah. Um, what that nine, yeah, that nine year knob is, is awesome to me right so I, mean, I figured nine yeah. more years yeah, it would have that heavy barrel fantastic. and you do get that barrel with some smoke and like I said I get smoked maple um, I'm really feeling that joint what does it cost 170 Retail MSRP, yes. Can yeah. you find it at one seventy? Because I've never I've seen not, it. I've not seen it. I've seen the yeah. nine year, but I've seen twelve year. But I guess I guess it's got to be location, right? Because when we were out in Oregon, we saw Buffalo Trace everywhere. So for him, I think his access in St. Louis, he sees it everywhere. The bottles he has. So I guess it's got to be a geographical thing, right? Yeah. We ain't getting it here, so somebody's getting it. <laughs> Frank may see it where he's at, or he's yeah. seen it during his travels or something like that. <laughs> it's a bye bye. It's a bye bye. Have you seen it on secondary? <laughs> Frank, have you seen it on secondary? I have seen it on secondary. Like, New York secondary is obviously a little different than the rest of the world. So up in New York, I see it for about 300 to 350 But I haven't seen it on shelves, like, just sitting there for MSRP. Right. Would, you, would you buy it for 350 Uh, I almost said an expletive. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the max you would pay, honestly? Uh, So if it's going for 170 retail, I, I would... Give him two hundred for that. You give him two hundred. Yeah. What and would you give him? I'd give him the two hundred. I mean, you know, thirty bucks more. And this this was released in twenty twenty two, so just last year. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I don't it came know out. That I it, love came out it. it came out in October. I don't know that I love it. Well, 
I do. I mean, that's yeah. why I'm giving you my review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is mine. I'm sticking to this it. Is, and I'm not going to go back and forth with <laughs> you, know, you on that. You, know? you, you took that personal? <laughs> I'm not taking it personal, but I'm not going to go back and forth with you on that. <laughs> so I give it four black fists. And on the ear, like I told you, I've been in my reggae bag. And uh, oh, wow. you as, got as, I was, as I was thinking about this, um, there's a joint out there. And it's not a well-known artist because, you know, a lot of times on the uh, the Spotify, you get some artists that aren't well-known. It just comes up. This joint called Can't Get Enough mm. by this artist called Jewels and Projects. Okay. Real dope reggae joint. Real smooth rocks. Kind of like this joint. You, right you might have to drop that in the edit because I don't even know I'll who that is. I'll put it on there for you, bro. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling it, but, you know. Are you a, are you a, are you a reggae guy, Frank? Ah. I like a little bit of reggae. Yeah, I could definitely do it like when I'm trying to have a good time. Friday to Monday, I'm doing some reggae. Okay. But you but the you are, hot. but you are a hip hop guy, right? That's a fact. All right. I love this. So, you know, obviously for season ten and Nim, mm-hmm. tonight, Burb Your Enthusiasm is Nim. You gonna hit him? Yeah, so hit him with so it. we got a new segment for this season. I hope you heard it last week with our I guy did. Bourbon Showdown. It's, it's called what? What does Nim? What does Nim think? Yeah, let's get him. And since tonight you are Nim, you know we, what we wanted you to to do in the speed round tonight for what does Nim think? We're gonna give you some bottles, right? And because you are a New Jersey cat, which means that you are an East Coast rap guy, right? I mean, is that fair? That is fair to say. All yes. right, fantastic. <laughs> that's what I. That's the energy I needed. So we got some bottles. And they're not even bottles. They are brands. And we want you to tell us what New Jersey or New York rapper you would associate with that brand. All right. Uh-oh. Can we do Ready. that? Yeah. So I, so I got six here for you. And I just want to get your take on these six brands and who the New York rapper. Actually, I got seven. I'm, I'm just adding one. You know, I got to throw an extra one in there. I like it. Yeah. So I got seven brands. So I need seven New Jersey or New York rappers. By the way, best rappers come out of New Jersey, New Jerusalem, or New York. They just call I it mean, the city. New York has, has, they got the numbers. They got more rappers. But I'll put Redman against oh, any of them. Yeah, thank you. Reggie Noble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funk Dr. Spot. No, that, that is a true true statement. Okay. All right. Well, now now we got table stakes. Now we understand where my guy's coming from. So this is this is going to be fun. All right, you like ready? Phil Mickelson would say, get your bets up. <laughs> all right, so you ready for your first brand? Let's hear it. All right, we're going to go fast, all right? So I need, all right. off the top, number one, Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill is going to be big pun. They, they as big as it gets. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. I see, see, I wanted to go fast, but I got to pause on that for a second. Oh. I got to pause on that. Bro, big pun. I mean, where is big pun in the, in the pantheon of New York rappers? Like, where do you rate him? He's, he's very high up there. I mean, you want to talk about a wordsmith, a lyricist, True big story. pun. Come on now. The flow, crazy. The flow is crazy, man. Like he literally took what Fat Joe does and did it better. He just didn't get a chance to do it for as long. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that's my wife. I paid. But all right. <laughs> so number two. All right. This is close to home for you. Taconic. Okay. Ooh, Taconic. So they're a young distillery. Uh, they don't get the respect that they deserve. Uh, I might say like an ASAP Rocky. Like they, I feel like they're young. They don't get the respect they deserve. They still, 
low. They're still talented, but not a lot of people really give them that respect. Oh, I love that answer, bro. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I realized ASAP Rocky was a New York guy. Me either. Yeah. 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 yeah that's dope. Yeah, He's a Harlem cat. That's right. He wears his hat over his ears. I didn't know that. Okay, <laughs> dope. Yo, you ever heard his joint called One Train that he has with Action Bronze and Kendrick Lamar? That that joint is fire. All right, put it in the edit. Oh my god. <laughs> with some Morgan Wallen. Oh my All god. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no sir. All right. Number three, Wild Turkey. Ooh, immediately my mom went to LL Cool J. Oh. Like as class as it can be you know what I mean down the middle of the road like when you think of a New York rapper who just does it all he's got the one pants leg rolled up like <laughs> LL is just LL every time yeah mm-hmm. he yeah. is L with, yeah. the, with the Yankee one, fitted right one mesh bill one mesh bill one, yeah. one leg up yeah it, it does not it does not it does not get any better than that no I, I agree with that especially longevity yeah the cannabis oh. the cannabis win for a second or no the cannabis mm. win the battle he lost the war he lost the war for sure, but let, let's get back to this mic on my arm, you know? <laughs> I love that. See, that's why I got to get New York people on the show, bro. All right. Knob Creek. Oh, I mean, I can't go away from what y'all doing with the mob beef. It's okay. impossible. Yeah. Fantastic if I, answer. If I want rap, it would be Prodigy then. Dope. Fantastic. All right. I love that. Nice job, man. What a pander. All right. Buffalo Trace. <laughs> oh, man. So Buffalo Trace is going to be the cat that stands over everybody. Commercially successful, you know what I mean? Money just flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Jay. Yeah, that is a great call. That is a great call. Uh, Four Roses? Four Roses. Oh, so very versatile. I might say Busta Rhymes, Ooh. honestly. Because different styles you know what I mean they could rap fast they could rap slow like yeah I'm gonna go with Buster for that Four Roses has a lot of different styles with those 10 recipes man you killing me that's dope Bro, that's Buster, dope by yeah. the way Buster Rhymes is mad underrated and Dude, I don't know underrated, why underrated man I, tell, I, know, I know I mean yeah. the guy the way that yeah. he can rap yeah. and flow yeah. And rap so fast in one in one song, and you literally hear every single yeah. word, yeah. right? Yeah. And like every single word, and then he can slow it down and have a lot. Of, I mean, the, yeah. dude, bust it. And the people that he worked with too, Janet, bro. And by the way, Janet, he, and, and, he's, yeah. and he's still doing it. Still, yeah, doing yeah. it. That's the other yeah. thing. Like he's he's like, still relevant. He's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Great answer, yeah. man. This Frank the Tank is killing it. All right, last one. Okay, here we go. I, I had to bring him back to New York. Another one close to New York. Okay. Hill, Hill Rock. You know who I'm going to say Hill Rock is like? So again, they're kind of new in the game. They're up in North New York. So I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with West Side Gun. I knew it. <laughs> West Side Gun. I don't, bro, I don't even I, know. I, 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 I never heard of that. I never heard of He's a dope cat. Uh, he's a little bit of an older cat, but he's he's fresh in the game. And honestly, his, his music is dope. If you haven't heard it, you need to check it out. Because I'm yeah, a big fan of what Griselda. Oh, Griselda. Yeah, he's one of the dudes in Griselda. Okay. Oh, I know, yeah, I know Griselda. Yeah, 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 me too. He got bars, dog. Bars. He put Buffalo on the map. Bars. Frank, you the man, dog. Okay, bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. Griselda is literally... Um, 
Irish whiskey for me. Like, I listen to Griselda, I want to fight somebody. Bro, how, yeah. You name your group after a Colombian drug grandma. <laughs> you spit <laughs> bars. You change the whole industry. Yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. And stop. for the record, I can't I can't fight. Yeah. For, yo, Frank the Tank, bro, you killed that, man. Yeah, man that, that is, ex- awesome, that is the exact really energy I needed tonight. So, well done. You are off the hot seat. What does Nim think? Nim knows a lot, bro. Nim knew, Nim knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yo, Frank, tell the two people who don't know what you're doing on the gram and out in the space, man, where they can find and follow you, dog. Boom. So, if you're looking for me on Instagram, you're going to find me at at Burb Your Enthusiasm. That's going to be B-O-U-R-B, Your Enthusiasm. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's going to be Burb Enthusiasm. Pretty much the same name, same spelling, B-O-U-R-B, Enthusiasm. On TikTok, same is Burb Your Enthusiasm. And uh, I don't think I'm on anything else. Oh, I'm sorry, X. If you're looking for me on X, it's going to be Bourbon Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah dog, you got to tell me. You're on fire. You're on fire. You got a lot going down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, man, thanks for coming through with the West hey, Kraken, man, bro. We got to do it brother. again. Good to see you, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to be back, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank you so much. YRB, Delvin Rappers, when you're ready, man. Yo, we appreciate you, fam. Stay black, burb your enthusiasm, and keep it brown. <laughs> <laughs>